feel like sometimes life is really mental. Dude, that's actually a really good name for a podcast. <laughs> Receiving closure isn't going to change the past. But at some point, you have to give meaning to the lack of response. Or else you're just going to go crazy. You don't have to do that to yourself. Closure or not, you deserve to be happy. Hey everyone, welcome to Really Mental, where we want you to know no matter who you are, you're not alone. You may see a little bit of a different backdrop today if you're watching on video. As I'm in New York, and of course, Harrison is in Australia. Let us know where you're tuning in from and make sure you do that on our socials at Really Mental Podcast. And if you enjoy this episode today, wherever you are in the world, then make sure you consider sending it to a friend and rating us five stars as it really helps us grow the movement. Um, today, we have two amazing people from a really awesome mental health podcast and collective called Teenager Therapy. You've probably heard of them. Uh, they have had amazing success with their podcast and they're just great people too. I love Kayla and Thomas and today we're talking about basically moving on and getting closure, whether it's from a stage in your life, a chapter or relationships. And so without further ado, we're going to hop into it. Really excited for you to hear this conversation and yeah, don't forget to send it to a friend if you hear something that you think could help someone. All right, sweet. Let's hop into the chat now with Kayla and Thomas and excited to chat with them. Those that don't know who you are, Kayla and Thomas, like how would you describe yourself? Who are you? And what is teenager therapy? Honestly, we're, we're, we're just nor like ordinary teenagers who happen to have a podcast. And this podcast we started almost five years ago. It's called Teenager Therapy. We've been doing it weekly and it's just about mental health. I mean, it's about anything, everything. Now we, we've talked about it all. You can really dive in and really get to know us. Awesome. And when it comes to, I guess, moving to NYC for a bit, how do you deal with change whilst you have all this work going on? I think for me, I used to have a harder time accepting change. I didn't like it. I liked how things were. I I enjoyed being the one to make the change, not just those changes happen for me and people decide it. And so now I think I'm much more accepting of it because it's been more positive recently rather than negatively. And so when it's obviously it's positive, of course I want to embrace this change. But even then, I think it's just acknowledging the fact that nothing is permanent at all. And so... As soon as I begin to realize that things can change literally next week or in a few days and there's nothing I can control about it, it's just fixing my mindset to be accepting of it. And so that's something that I've been learning a lot these past few months and it's really helped me because I'm not as afraid of the future. Definitely still have my uncertainties and my anxiety about it, but it's not so scary anymore. Yeah. I think we're going through this very pivotal part of our lives. I mean, I'm 19, Kayla just turned 20 last month. And so big changes are happening. Hormonal changes are still like happening. And we just keep on changing as people. Like even just like what one month ago, I was a completely different person. And that continues to like keep like happening where we're constantly growing 
our where we are in our lives it's never the same for an extended period of time and i think that's why now it's easier to embrace change just because it's just such a natural reoccurrence at this point yeah and today we're talking about moving on and closure and i want to start off by asking what does the process of moving on look like to you and your journey i think for me i specifically have a hard time moving on and letting people go just because I feel this loyalty and tie to them for whatever reason even if things ended badly I just have a hard time letting people go but I think even now at this point where I am and the stages of moving on I think you know you go through your five stages of grief or Mm. I think it's seven stages now actually I don't know And so I think it's just allowing yourself to fully feel everything that you're feeling and not making yourself feel guilty about it. Also, like healing is not linear. (laughs) So it's okay to think that you've moved on from a situation one day, but then in a few hours, you're like, actually, I'm, I'm not over it. And that's definitely happened to me. And it's so hard because I get in my head about it. And I think like, am I really over this situation if I'm still thinking about it and just letting it affect me in these certain ways but I think I've learned to give myself more credit where I deserve and it's okay to have those bad times as long as you remember that you can pull yourself out of it and we've done it before Mm -hmm. multiple times and so it's just remembering that yes it's bad right now but it'll be it'll be better give it a week a few days maybe even an hour really yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people need to hurt for a bit and then heal from the hurt instead of just healing straight from like the situation. Exactly. And I think sometimes, yes, like drowning in your sadness obviously is not okay for a prolonged period of time. But for me, something that I realized is sometimes that's necessary because I'll get tired of it. I'll just naturally get tired of it and realize, actually, I don't want to be sad anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Even if it takes getting up to this point where I'm so drained, eventually I know that I'm no longer going to want to feel this feeling anymore. So you'll just pull yourself out of it. Yeah, I think people just associate being sad and hurt and angry with just all all of it being bad. But it's just a natural part of being a person in life. So... Instead, you have to really learn to embrace it and accept it for what it is. And that's how you really move on. So true. I noticed that there's times when I'm uncomfortable and it feels like such a bad thing that I push it away or I try to like fix it to make myself comfortable. And like life is just, that's part of the experience of being, you know, human, especially growing up, you know, at our age to be in moments when it, you're not always sure how it's going to work out. And maybe it isn't something that's fixable, but that's okay. And I had that realization today. So I love that you touched on that too. I think that it's hard to move on, definitely. It's like one of the things is you're removing something that became a habit to you and you're removing something that was a part of your life. And that's definitely a hard thing when it comes to it. And I think all the points that you guys made were really helpful for someone that's trying to move on and stuff. I think where it gets really interesting is when you kind of are needing something like you're needing closure from that person or you're needing 
to kind of get something out of moving on as well when there's like more than just like a clean cut that's when it gets a lot more complicated and like i guess for will and you guys like how do you deal with that complicated part to moving on god it's such a hard thing because there's just so many unknowns when you don't have any closure and for me i mean i've sort of recently gone through a situation where i just didn't receive any or like basically any answers and i think for a time i just let myself be sad as we were talking about just thinking about it and thinking about like why would they do this or why did this happen but at some point you have to realize that closure or not whatever happened happened and you know you receiving closure isn't going to change the past and so at some point you have to give meaning to the lack of response or else you're just going to go crazy so you just need to attach a meaning to whatever happened and just have to stick with it because for a long time I think not having that closure sort of let the pain just simmer there just simmer in myself then that pain was a connection towards the person and it's like this is my last tie to them you know but it's also realizing like you don't have to do that to yourself you don't you know closure or not you deserve to be happy and at some point you just have to realize it's not worth it wanting those answers so desperately is just not worth it it's not worth it for anybody in this situation do you guys find when like dealing with change and moving on from different things to easier i think it's definitely hardest with relationships because of, i think just as human like it's human nature to just really value the people around you especially if it's like a significant other it's hard to move on because you give so much of yourself to this person emotionally and that's a very scary thing where with business emotions aren't really involved like you your ego might get hurt you might feel a little disappointed but i don't think it could ever really reach that same extent of like losing or getting hurt from a relationship with someone you love yeah i feel like for me i would say the same i think that putting your heart on your sleeve in a relationship is it feels like it takes a bigger toll than a business thing you know something to do with work which is less personal i would say a lot of people overall find very difficult and part of that is having you know forgiveness so what would you say are like three things that you both have picked up that has helped you learn to forgive others and have more i guess empathy for people who have done your own i think it's just that that frustration of just being angry at a certain point you're so angry and you're angry for so long that it annoys you it just it really limits your potential and the way you live your life and that forgiveness kind of comes naturally where in order for me to really move on and for me to live my life to its fullest potential i have to learn to forgive this person even if they did something that you thought was going to be unforgivable forgive them for yourself not for like them exactly i think a lot of the times people view forgiveness or 
like forgiving somebody as like a hit to their pride or like yeah, their or like ego. they're they're letting someone yeah, get away with like something win, but yeah but a lot of the times you realize that you're the one that's losing <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're harboring all these negative emotions and i remember like i went through my phase of you know being angry and thinking that oh by me not forgiving them i'm winning i have the control in this situation and then i realized i actually don't <laughs> i actually don't and the act of not forgiving them was hurting me more than just simply letting go of the situation. A person's punishment is who they are as a person. And so I think just recognizing that they they set themselves up, you know, there's nothing that I can do about it. I don't want to help them. I don't have it in me to help them, really. And so just recognizing that they're going to live their own life and that's fine because I genuinely don't need it in my Like, I don't need it in mine. I don't need it tainting my energy. Well, those are like a couple of big ones. I feel like even just like realizing that you don't have to, you don't owe someone something when you are moving on or making that decision. And then also choosing to let go because it hurts you to hold on to it. For all three of us, do you guys have any tips for dealing with past traumas and kind of moving on from your own personal resentment that you hold towards others i feel like for me number one tip develop a good relationship with yourself so be a better friend to yourself do some things where it's just you and you can reflect i think it just goes back to like healing isn't linear it's okay to think that you healed from it one day and then the next you're not and also i don't know if this is controversial or not but sometimes you don't need to unpack all of your trauma You know, it's like, you know, just pick your battles and know which ones are going to serve you. But ultimately, you don't have to go deep picking into everything that you think has, you know, like truly affected you. My thing would be time. Like, as you guys were saying, I think at the end, like, it just takes time to heal and to deal with the things that are going on in your life. If it's fresh, you're going to be emotional if you're and that's not not a bad thing, but it's going to mean it's going to be a lot harder to unpack. And it's going to be a lot more anxiety inducing than if it's a year later or two years later or five years later. It just takes time for you to process and deal with the issues that have come up. I find it really interesting where we always are so stressed about our romantic relationships or our very intimate relationships, right, with friends and stuff. But we spend so much of our time putting our time into work, if that makes sense. So there's this time to values in balance that a lot of people have where they value their friendships a lot more, but they don't put as much time into it and they don't invest into it as much as they could compared to their work. Now, I understand work provides you money to be able to live and all of those necessities. But why do you think that is that people kind of neglect their personal relationships, even though they may may value them the most when it comes down to everything? I think it might just be how we're raised. I think mental health isn't really something we learn to make a priority it's more so something everyone figures out in their 20s they're like oh wait i gotta take care of that but growing up you're not really taught you know that there's these negative emotions how to deal with these emotions so we often neglect them and invalidate them and kind of live our lives just ignoring it until it bites us i think also like looking at our own examples of role models or just people that we've had in our lives it's like I would see my parents or like my 
majority my dad, I would see him working all the time, but I wouldn't see him hanging out with his friends. <laughs> so it's not something that I'm like, hmm, you know, like taking into account. And so I think just like the people around me and the environment around me, it wasn't more so community focused or spending time with those personal relationships, but more so just trying to survive and trying to make money and stuff, which I completely understand. I feel like it's like priorities too of making a conscious effort to realize when you are out of balance. And for me, that's taken so many years of figuring out and I'm still learning to do that when I'm like, hey, I need to really check in with like a friend or like hang out with them. We haven't seen each other in a minute because I do get so consumed in what I do. And that makes me think of like, when it comes to society, like what do you think we can do to improve the conversation around mental health and also growing up and all that comes with that? I think it's really simple and down to the idea of the lack of community within Western society. Now, I'm not singling out every single person, but if you look at other nationalities and other other cultures, and a very good example of this is I was talking to my friend and he visited Rwanda about a few months ago and he was talking about how every the first Sunday of every month, the whole community comes out and cleans the community together and they go out and they do community activities and they do all this stuff. Like you would never see that happen in Australia, in like the US really. You never see any of that stuff happen because there's this lack of community in this sense that we can all come together and enjoy our time and support each other and it doesn't have to be about money greed and like and success it isn't so self-centered and self-focused it's about actually lifting everyone up and supporting each other in a community and that allows people to speak freely about the way they feel in a safe space rather than them feel like it's constantly a competition with everyone around them so they don't feel like they can talk about their feelings and how they're actually going and get that support i'm sorry that's like a little tangent of my opinion on it um but i think the really core issue is the lack of community within society and that's due to generations of change and generations of greed and hunger for success by people older than us. Now, when it comes to tangible things that we can change, I think recognizing that and choosing how you want to implement change in your life and if you value community and you realize the importance of that, then you can put actual tangible changes and it's hard. It's not going to be an easy thing. Like, would you guys every Sunday or once a week host a dinner for your friends to catch up? Would you, would someone do that? Like, would you go to that effort to actually invest in those relationships and have a group of people that come together weekly or fortnight or something to really, really, really celebrate each other and to be there for each other and to just be a community in a sense? Like, that's a question that you have to ask yourself and depending on your values and also what you're used to, it might be a hard thing to deal with. But I think first recognizing it and then think of actionable ways you can bring community together is important. Um, yeah, that's like my, at least. Totally agree with you with the community aspect. It's just so hard to find that nowadays. It's like, it feels sort of impossible sometimes. And even when you do have those spaces, it's hard to find people that are genuinely being vulnerable. And so with that, I think it's also just having the courage to be the first one to talk about your feelings because a lot of the times people mimic what other people are doing and so even if you know you're super nervous or shy to be vulnerable about something a lot of the times you'll realize that people were just waiting for that one person to speak up and so whether it's something small it's a small insecurity you have or something big 
I think just being brave enough to take that first step with whether it's the people that you care about or an online community or maybe just like people that you met the same day, just, you know, being brave enough to recognize that, okay, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's not like the world's going to end or it's not like they're going to do anything really. Yeah. Like there's no Nothing, bad outcome. Nothing's going to change. Exactly. There's no bad outcome. So I think a lot of the times it'll, it'll be a little domino effect. Yeah. Safety is so important. I think that there's a lot of things that we can do in terms of like improving and amplifying like actual real conversations. And hopefully this conversation can help even just one person have a chat with their friends about something they're going through. I truly believe that when you do speak about it, there's like this burden that goes away with it or at least gets lighter. So yeah, I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been amazing. I feel like I could talk and listen to this type of chat and, and subject so much because moving on and closure is so hard. I wanted to ask a question which will place us in a, maybe make some of you uncomfortable, but when it comes to like thinking about the future and the unknown, what would you say is the scariest thing that you feel you're facing head on at the moment? I have fears about in the future is sort of wondering like if I recognize what I want and it collides with what I currently have, <laughs> that makes me scared. Because again, it goes back to the comfort. It's like, I'm in this routine. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want. And so I'm sort of scared that in the future that's going to change and I'm going to have to make big life changes. And so that's something that I've been thinking about recently, but I'm just trying to take it day by day. I'm not trying to think so far ahead into like a year from now or anything because it doesn't really do me any good. I think it's just about not being able to meet all of those expectations you kind of set for yourself and maybe other people set for you. I think that we're just at such a... Because, you know, we're halfway through college right now, and that's scary because we have to start worrying about, you know, getting a job and really becoming, like, actual adults. And that means you kind of build this expectation for yourself to succeed and do all the right things, say all the right things, and just be this perfect person. And you always expect, like, oh, next year's my year, like, this year's my year, you know, oh, in five years, I'm going to be here, I'm going to have this and this and I think setting expectations for yourself can be encouraging but also just really discouraging because if you don't meet those expectations you kind of like create this really pessimistic or just damaging cycle for yourself so you know learning how to push yourself but also understanding that you don't need to meet all of your like ex or you don't need to be perfect and you don't need to achieve things by a certain time you have all the time in the world really so yeah i mean it's really just you kind of have to lower your expectations a bit and just learn to live in the moment thank you so much for your time carolyn thomas and i guess for the people listening when it comes to teenager therapy where can they go listen to it and support you guys as well and the next everything coming for you in the future well, you can listen on all platforms. You can also follow us on our socials. All of it would be Teenager Therapy. 
keep up with us. We release every Friday, if not Friday, Sunday. And yeah. Yeah, I'm also starting. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Look, um, I'm also yeah, starting my own podcast media company. And so it's about, it's for specifically meant for Gen Z and it's about self help and mental health. And so really just being vulnerable and asking life's questions, whether how we're talking about today, like is getting back together with an ex worth it? How do I feel? How do I move on? Any questions and all questions we'll be covering. And so check us out at astrostudios.xyz on Instagram. And yeah. That's a movement. Let's go. It's very cool. Make sure you check out Teenage Therapy and Astro Studios as well. There's some very cool things happening. Even a meetup too, which if you're listening to this, it will have already happened. But can you tell us the concept around that too? Yeah. uh, So it's called Midnight Living Room. And basically we're just bringing people from the community, anybody that wants to come really. And we're hosting a little midnight living room. It's meant to be like a cozy night where people are just coming to have conversations, make art, listen to music. And it's a really chill, low stakes night, just meant to make new friends and just have a nice night in with new people and get to see what their stories are and relate about exes, love, relationship and hopefully all heal together. Yeah, like Harrison was talking about earlier, like building that safe space and trying to build that community. So, Will, I really love that chat with Kayla and Thomas today and talking about moving on and closure and kind of like the things that society needs to work on to really allow people to flourish. My biggest takeaway, I would say, is when we were talking about the sense of community and people coming together, I know Kayla and Thomas are working on things to really enhance that and allow for people to feel like they're a part of a community. And I feel like that's something that's missed all the time when people think about stuff. We always talk about ourselves being alone and ourselves like really striving for greatness by ourselves instead of surrounding ourselves with the right people and having that sense of community, which is so important for our mental health. So to everyone that's listened today, thank you for making it this far. Be sure to like, comment subscribe and tell us your thoughts and follow us on all socials at really mental podcast we're going to be having episodes out every week with amazing guests so we'll see you there and thanks for making it this far